Hey guys, it's your girl Brie. Welcome to It's Black and White. So today I have an exciting word, at least it is for me. I just love how God, he He knows exactly what I need to hear when I need to hear it because he's just been dropping some serious nuggets on me for these past few days that's been helping me push through um, just the obstacles that I've been facing for the past two weeks. Um, So today's word is that we, you're called to stand alone, I'm called to stand alone, we are called to stand alone. And I think, uh, I'm going to try to explain this the best way that I can, okay? So For me, I have been in a season where things have been changing a lot lately. Um, My prophetic gifts have been going through the roof and I've been seeing and hearing things in the spirit and I don't like that sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes I wish I could just shut it off because there are some things that are triggering me and God is teaching me to see and hear and still control myself to keep, um, to keep the attitude of a godly woman you know no matter what the circumstances are i that's what it is thank you jesus he is teaching me to have self-control okay so i'm in a season where i've been lied to a lot people have been trying to deceive me and it's literally almost everybody and i'm like okay what's going on and god is just sharpening me so i'm like okay so i have that and I can't really talk to anybody because um, I don't want to, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's, I just don't feel like I can talk to certain people about that type of stuff. Then there's the warfare of my marriage, okay? Like I've already spoken about the infidelity and the consistency of it. It has been extremely painful. Um, A lot of people aren't called to be on this walk where they are supposed to minister to their spouse some people you know just up and leave and even though I know I have um permission to I don't know I just felt like and I've said this before God is wanting me to stay (laughs) it's completely against my character and usually when I'm going against my flesh I know that is God okay so there's that um then there's just me walking into this new place of my life where I'm beginning to minister openly. Um, God has called me to do this podcast and then YouTube and it kind of feels weird. I mean, because this isn't something that I ever imagined myself to do. One, two, I don't know anyone who's doing it. So I've been kind of figuring things out on my own. Long story short, I just feel like I'm alone and I'm like, God, like this I don't like this all the time, like, but there's a reason for it. So if you can relate, maybe certain areas are different, but it's still kind of like same boat, different color. I'm here to tell you that it is for a reason. And the reason is, like I said, we are called to stand alone. God wants us to be able to have a direct contact with him, a direct line. And the reason being is because 
your ministry, your calling, whatever it is that God is leading you into, whatever the assignment he's calling you to is going to be big. And because it's so big, you have to be able to stand on your own without needing any confirmation from other people. God is training you and teaching you and sharpening you to be able to hear from him directly. You being able to follow instructions, you being able to trust him. We are in a place where we have to learn that God is enough. Okay? Like in the the example he gave me was the story of Moses and there's certain parts I'm going to be reading today, but like I said, it's so powerful, guys. It's so powerful and it's so uplifting and trust me, I know. It gets lonely, but it's not going to always be this way, okay? It's really, we're like in training right now. This is a very special time. This is a very sensitive time too, right? Because God has a time frame. So just be encouraged that this isn't going to be forever. But he um, gave me the story of Moses because Moses was called to deliver his people, It was such a major calling, right? And he had to stand alone. It's the same for you. Like there's something, hold on, I'm going ahead of myself. Let me start reading. So I'm going to be reading from Exodus chapter three, verses one through 14. Then I'm going to be reading from Exodus chapter four, verses one through three. And then I'm going to be reading um, Exodus 13, verse 21. So I'm going to try to not make it super long, but I'm just going to be led by the Spirit. So however long it takes, I don't know. Oh, real quick, I wanted you guys to know that I also have a YouTube channel for, you know, people who may not have time to listen to this whole drawn out thing. Sometimes you want that quick word and you can marinate it it on, on your own and God can um, explain and fill up, fill in the blanks for you. Um, that's absolutely fine too. So I also have a YouTube channel. Um, I will put the link down below, but I believe if you just type in Brie Brandon, there's going to be a picture of, of chocolate woman (laughs) in black and white. (laughs) That's me. Okay. So, um, I'm going to start reading now. So this is Yes, I'm going to start off with Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. Okay, so it says, One day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro. All right, so it started. That was fast. Okay, guys, so I'm not really good at pronouncing these names, so bear with me, okay? Bear with me. So, the priest of, yep, there we go again, Midian. Okay, he led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied, do not come any closer, the Lord warned, take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. Now I'm going to stop right there. 
So when God is calling and he says, Moses, Moses, God was showing me that is like when you feel that, um, how do I describe it? You feel this tug, you feel this pull, you feel this urgency inside of you to do something, whatever it is that you're called to do. Um, for me, it was, I really wanted to minister to teen moms because I was a mother at 16 turning 17. So I always had this call, like, or I wanted to speak to the younger women. But then God showed me that it's broader than that. They're just women of all ages, okay? From teenage all the way up to women who are older than me, generations ahead of me, Um God has been showing me that and I've been having this this pull of just wanting to pour into women. And I don't want to just stop there personally is wherever God leads me, but what I'm saying is that feeling. That is what um what that verse may imply, okay? When God says Moses, Moses, God is calling you whatever your name is. It's just, "Hey, this is something that I want you to do," okay? So, Moses replies, right? But then God tells him, don't come closer. He warns him. He says, take, take off your sandals. When God tells him, when the Lord tells him to take off his sandals, God is saying, take off the world. Take off everything that is like the world. That means we have to change ourselves. We have to be transformed. We can't just be our old ways. We can't just be like everybody else. We can't just blend in we can't look the same god's like no he wants purity okay when we come to god we got to come with god in respect we got to be humbled okay it's it's literally a change of um i mean yeah that's scripture scriptural it's a change of mind really changing your mind changing your heart and when you do that everything else changes you change from inside and out when you really seek God in spirit and in truth. You don't have to just let me just make it look like this or that's a whole nother sermon. Okay, let me keep it going. Okay, so I hope you guys got that part, right? So then verse six, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at him. Yeah, um, I think for me that part um, is not as significant, I guess, for the word that I'm saying, but I have experienced this part, and I don't know if you guys have, where we really, I mean, when we realize how how great God is and not just something that we're just saying, right? It's not just something that we're repeating because we were told that God is great. But when we really humble ourselves, when we really change ourselves and we're like, wow, you kind of you kind of get an amazement of like, yes, you're in awe of like, God is so great, okay? So that's what I took out of that verse, okay? Okay, verse seven. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because they're harsh slave drivers. Because of their harsh trade. Sorry, guys. Because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. 
Um, so I have come down to rescue them uh, from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land in a land flowing of milk, flowing with milk and honey. The land where the, and these are all the ites, can't pronounce those names, but these are, I believe, the enemies, okay, that are that had taken the land and God is basically saying he's going to give that land to, um, God's people. Okay. So this is why he's telling Moses, he's going to lead Moses into, to doing, to fulfilling this assignment. Okay. So look the, um, verse nine, look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me. Okay, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out, people Israel Israel out of Egypt. Y'all, I don't know why I can't talk today. I don't know what that's about, but forgive me. Um, so that is God calling you. So sometimes it's like, like I said, whatever it is that you feel when God was like Moses, Moses, and whatever your name is, and God is calling you, you have that feeling in your gut, in your spirit, something that you want to make a difference in some area. I mean, there's so many different places. Like I know a woman who is, her calling is for clergy families. I know a woman who actually, she's not even really saved, but she would be a perfect candidate for women. She is saved, excuse me. But she would have been a perfect candidate for um, women who are struggling with getting pregnant. I also know uh, someone else who has um, a calling for women who have been adopted. Okay, like there's so many different places like where God can be calling you into. Um I also know someone who would also have a calling over their life for PKs, okay? There's a whole nother story. There's a whole nother ministry for people who don't know about pastors, kids, and grandkids, man. I tell you. I tell you. Like, that right there truly is a calling for every place, okay? So whatever it is that God is leading you to or calling you to whatever that feeling you have he knows he sees it and he's calling you to make a difference he's calling you to make a change okay so Moses right this is verse 11 but Moses protested to God who am I to appear before Pharaoh who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt God answered well let's stop right there 11 I feel that's exactly how I felt I know that I was a 16-year-old um, mother, okay? And then I had uh, my second child at 21. And then I finally got married, and then I had my third kid. But with all that, you guys, I don't have a degree. I, I have some college credits. I don't even have um, a real job to put on my resume. I don't have anything. If If I were to just keep it, 1000% <laughs> because that's what this show is about. I'm just putting my business out there. I have a high school diploma and that's it. Like I don't have anything else. So when God calls me to write a book, I'm like, Lord, 
I, I don't have a degree. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? When God calls me to do a podcast, I'm like, I don't really like speaking publicly because I'm not, like, my English, I don't think is all that great. I don't really pronounce words right or I get them mixed up. Like, I don't, I'm very self-conscious about that. But God is like, no, 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 no. And this is where it gets amazing. I mean, the whole thing's amazing, but you you get me. Okay, so verse 12, God says, God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am with you who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. So this is what I was talking about. When I'm like, God, I don't. I'm just me. I'm nobody special. You should pick somebody else. Like, there's so many people on YouTube. There's so many people who have podcasts. Like, I don't need, there's no point in me doing this. God is calling me. He's telling me. And he's telling you. He's going to be with you. So, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have an amazing background. There are people who have felonies and all this other stuff. So, what? This is God we're talking about. It doesn't matter what your past looks like. It doesn't matter. As long as you've changed, you've repented, and you are sold out for Christ, and you know that, forget what people say. Forget about what what people think. Because little do you know, God is going to bless whatever you put your hands to whatever you put your hands to okay so that was that now i'm going to jump over to chapter four verses one through three okay this is um titled signs of the lord's power okay so but this is verse one but moses protested again what if they won't believe me or listen to me what if they say the lord never appeared to you then the lord answered him what is that in your hand A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. And Moses jumped back, okay? So that part, the significance in that part is like, we're like, God, okay, you're calling me to do this major thing. But again, I, what if they don't, what if they look at me like you don't, since when, since when have you started to serve God? Since when have you started to love God? Since when did you change your life over? Bree, you used to, and then talking about myself, Bree, you used to gossip and talk about such and such. Bree, you used to talk about all these different dudes you used to be with. Bree, you used to talk about divorcing your husband and how horrible he was. Bree, you were the one like, okay, God, they're not going to take me seriously. (laughs) and that's real but God's like so what let me show you something so when he asked Moses like what's in your hand God is like okay but what do you have what do you have now physically right now right we don't have anything but what this verse means is whatever God is calling you to do and you put your hands to it whatever you start with your hands whatever you do he is going to transform it to what he wants it to be. It's not going to be in your own power. We don't have to know how to do it. We don't have to have it all figured out because he's going to do it. All he wants is your faith. He's going to show his power. He's going to display his glory through us. We're just a vessel. We're just a messenger, okay? And it's an honor to be called by God, okay? So now, um, 
This is going to be Exodus 13, verse 21, okay? Let me see. I say okay a lot. I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes I listen back to my recordings, um... And I hear my say, I hear myself say, okay, a lot. I'm like, why do I keep doing that? So I hope <laughs> either I stop or you guys get so used to it that you don't even hear it. So anyway, um, verse 21 through 22. And it says, um, the Lord went ahead of them. These are the Israelites. Okay. So this is, I think, y'all, I'm so sorry. This, this is when... Hold on. I think this is when they had already crossed. Hold on. You know what? Uh, yeah, I think this is the part where escape through. No, this is before they went through the Red Sea. So this is before they went through the Red Sea. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so 21 says, The Lord went ahead of them. Excuse me. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night, and the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or pillar of fire from its place in front of his of the people you guys we have the holy spirit okay so we don't exactly we can't exactly see a cloud or anything like that although god could show you those things i don't know i personally don't see stuff like that but what i'm saying is we have the holy spirit inside of us who is going to lead us through this journey through this assignment so that we accomplish it all we have to do is look to him all we have to do is look to him and say, you know what, God, like, show me what to do next. That's literally what I do. I don't put up a podcast. I don't put up a YouTube channel unless he tells me to. And then I have to pray about when. I don't just pick randomly what I want to talk about because I started to do that because um, I wanted to make sure I had a list of everything. Like, I wanted to be prepared, right? Doing it in my own strength. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this. Then I'm going to, you know, and God was like, no. I want you to talk about this. So my stuff is completely out of order. He's doing the same thing with my book. Um, and honestly, God could be calling you to just start. Like if in if you just start whatever. Now, this is what happened with me. Let me just I I like to just speak about myself because I know that every case is different. We're all unique. God speaks to us in different ways. But when I tried to just figure out what I wanted to do because I just didn't even know where to start, I just did a brainstorm. I did an outline of what I wanted my book to look like. And do you guys know, my book looks nothing. It's completely different. And you know why? It's because this second half, the second part of what I've done was literally led through God. And when I go back and read these pages that I wrote, which weren't even me. It wasn't even me. Because I read it, I'm like, dang. Okay, Brie. Well, excuse me, right? Okay, God, I see you. Like, it's not even me. It's not even me. I don't even know if I still have, like, 
the outline and the other because I started my I started and I did like four chapters of what I thought I was going to write about and now I have like another seven chapters but it's like completely different and it's truly ministering so I'm so excited to see what God is doing with my hands he literally downloads as I write is him it's literally him (laughs) that is amazing and i'm telling you guys he's gonna do the same for you so yes go ahead and do the act of faith and put your hand to something start moving and get prepared do research whatever it is that you need to do to get started on what he's calling you to do um i was listening to this podcast um before I even started and this I forgot her name but she said something that I will never forget she said when you are walking in your purpose no I'm gonna mess it up huh okay there oh there 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 it is okay she said there's no competition when you're walking in your purpose so we don't have to worry about oh this we why would I do this when that person already has something similar well We are the body of Christ. So even if you feel like your thing is insignificant or whatever, if you feel like in your mind, you feel that, right? You think that, oh, look at this isn't going to be like such and such. And who am I? But I'm telling you, God knows who needs to see your work, who needs to hear your voice, who needs to hear your testimony. God knows who is going to reach So we have to put our trust in that and not put our trust in ourselves, okay? And just accept the calling because we, like I said, I mean, when you feel like you have no one to talk to about this, you have no one to um, even process what God is calling you to do really, okay? Or God could be calling you to be very private, because he wants you to cover it. Because a lot of times people run their mouths and they speak curses over your assignments without them even knowing it. Just speaking negatively because they don't see it or they don't understand it. This is just where God has us. And we have to accept it and trust that he's going to do it. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Um, I just want to encourage you guys. This is just an exciting word, guys. Exciting, okay? Accept this this call from God. Accept this. And just trust him to do it. Say, God, have an open mind. Pray fast, whatever it is you need to do. And I'm praying for you. As a matter of fact, as you guys know, when I leave a word up whenever I um post a word I'm gonna have a prayer literally right after this in a separate uh recording okay so you guys be encouraged I love you guys I am praying for you guys and I'm rooting for you even though you might it may feel like you don't have anyone you have Jesus and you have Brie Okay, I'm rooting for you guys. So be encouraged. I love you guys. Bye.